Jeff and Tom. Bad Conversation Podcast. We welcome you back as always. Tom's trying to kill a fly. It's coming at his face. It's a big fucking fly. <laughs> This is a lot better. Can already feel my back not hurting. That mic stand? Yeah. I told you. I was going to buy you one a long time ago. And I told you to buy it. You said you didn't want one. I said I didn't need one. Because at the time, we had the different table with the other one, and I was able to manage. Oh. Yeah. 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 Which probably should just take this and... Cut little grooves right here so we can hook them right now. No, in. those last things. Remember how loud those things were? Creaking and cranking. and That's why I got that thing in the first place. Yeah, got a headbutt. Fourth of July weekend. Mm-hmm. It's hot as balls out. Mm-hmm. Wait till tomorrow, buddy. I thought today was supposed to be. Got the ring of fire coming. Really? Starting tomorrow. Yeah, but it drops right back down to like 85 on Saturday. Saturday? Yeah, pretty sure. Pretty sure it's only a short-lived two-dayer. Well, maybe not. (laughs) 92 tomorrow, 89 on Saturday. But it drops down to 64 at night. So, I mean, it can't be all that crazy. Well, what the fuck? I thought it was supposed to be a lot cooler than what fuck. I don't know what news you're watching but everything I see it's fucking balls hot from the, here till fucking October Shit. my god that tastes like goddamn fucking hmm. battery acid Jesus Monday night. Christ uh, Monday well thank god I ain't gonna work yeah we're shut down from Saturday morning or Saturday through Tuesday nice but I still got to go in Saturday. We are too. <laughs> so it worked. Well, I still got to go in Saturday, do my morning, my Monday cleaning, which is fine. Monday morning, I got to go in for 15 minutes, put the order away. But then Tuesday, I got to go in and for a couple hours, do some prep for Wednesday because I'm letting everything go down to nothing. I'm going to start fresh. So how much longer before the big change? Hopefully, I think this weekend... Um, Adios, amigo. This weekend? Yes. So Tuesday morning would be a fresh I'm, start. I'm hoping. Wow. Because let me tell you Big something. Big news. Let me tell you something. This motherfucker's about ready to get stabbed. <laughs> Figuratively speaking. Dude. Let me just say, yesterday, I, it was close. And the best part was, so. What, could, let me ask you a question. What are you going to do? If the next situation that comes in is anything like the current situation. Well, first of all, this current person's already worked there for 18 years. And has she, everything we've talked about is complete opposite of what he does. I totally agree. I get it. So she's more level headed. Mm-hmm. Than somebody is. Sometimes though, people move into situations; they change. Yeah. Ideas well, I'm and sure, philosophies. I'm sure you know the bossness is going to take over in her. Yeah. 
But here's the thing. I've been there 20 years. I know what the fuck I'm doing. She knows I know what I'm doing. This guy still, well, obviously. Mi- this guy still micromanages me like a motherfucker like he did yesterday. And when he came in at 4 o'clock, I was like, I had to do this for you, this for you, and this for you because he was bitching that I had. It was long. I won't get into it. But I was right, and he was wrong. And I was just smiling all fucking day. Hmm. I was just like, fuck you. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Get off my dick, dude. God damn. What I, is it about him in that situation that makes him feel like he has the need to do that? Power. Ego. He, here's the thing. I get it. He, he can't let somebody be better than what he thinks he is at a job. He thinks he knows everything there. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if he owns it or not. No, tons of people like that. Yeah. Just because you own the place doesn't mean you know it. Correct. All right? And one thing I do know is that kitchen, like Mm -hmm. the back of my hand. Mm -hmm. And I know what it takes to properly serve people. And he hates the fact that I am right almost all the time. And for some odd reason... But you would think as a business owner that you would want that person to be right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess that's what I just don't get. I don't either. You have somebody that comes in and knows... He gets pissed off when I tell him the slightest example. Two months ago, I said to him, hey, you hear that? Hear what? And I'm pointing to the exhaust. You hear that sound? I don't hear anything. Well, let me tell you something. I hear hear a noise, and that's not good. Oh, I don't hear anything. Well, I'm telling you, I hear a noise. Mm -hmm. And when that noise usually happens, that means something's going awry, up in that fan, up in that exhaust. Right. And this has happened many times before, and it's taken a shit. Well, I don't hear anything. All right, well, I'll let you know. Two days later, exhaust dies. Then we're without exhaust and still trying to run a kitchen, which you can't do, you know, when you're trying to work on flames. Um, so we're without exhaust for three or four days. Oh, God. Yeah. So, <laughs> you'd put a fan in there or something to push the smoke away, like you next st- to the door. You still can't because because you it's still a fire hazard. But you were no. Oh, you, oh, you shut it down. We shut the. Oh, okay. Door. I'm sorry. We what? I thought you said you were still doing it. Oh, we were still, but we we're using the flat top. We got gotcha, rid of the. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But still, that doesn't do any good for us because then. But uh, you still have to have that 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 flat top under a fan a vent. Yep. Right, because you're putting yeah. off. Fumes. Yep. So. You still, you still are and putting he, off fumes, and um, he was pissed off at me. I don't hear it. Okay, another example. So every year, <laughs> every year for twenty fucking years, and I learned this after the first two or three years, when the weather goes from super fucking cold to warm to fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Since our kitchen is designed so piss poor, and we have 
two doors right to the outside that we leave open. That means we allow outside elements to get in our kitchen, meaning humidity, cottonwood, shit like that word. No normal kitchen will allow that. Um, refrigeration will get easily fucked up. So every year when it gets super fucking hot, shit's, shit goes down. Some refrigeration takes a shit. Walk-in freezer, walk-in cooler every year. And guess what? We had to make a service call, an emergency service call. Would you pay more? People come in right. and say, you know, you're paying a fucking arm. They got to stop what they're doing yeah. to come take care of your situation. Yeah. And then it, instead of scheduling it in advance. Yeah. So right. it's happened every year. So this year I said, hey, man, before we get going with this, uh, you know, our band nights, it's going to be hot. This was before it got super hot. I'm like, let's get a refrigeration guy in here. I know somebody that I just met recently. Let's get them in here. Just have them service our refrigeration. Maybe nothing's wrong, but that's good. That'd be a good thing. But let's get them in here, check it all out, make sure we're good to go. Well, it's running good right now, isn't it? Yes, you're right. It is running good it right now. It always runs good. But it always runs good <laughs> until that first day it gets fucking hot. Yeah. So what happened? Take a wild guess. Got hot, overheated, shut down. Shit froze up. You're right. Had to throw fucking food out because it froze all of our deli shit. Like meaning our tomatoes, our onions. Well, that's because your compressor overheated. Well, so everything turned cold. Shit got fucking shit got super hot, which means the condenser overworked itself. Mm-hmm. The fit, there's no time to thaw out, defrost. Shit freezes up. You have to throw stuff out. Yep, right. Walk-in cooler and walk-in freezer, especially the walk-in freezer. I said, "Hey, man, shit's uh, thawed out in there, man. It's not good. Bread stuff. Oh, it's not that bad. You're right. It's not." But it, but it's reading ten degrees. It's supposed to be reading at least negative ten or negative fifteen in there. Oh well, no, everything's good. It's just hot out. You know what? You're right. I, I, that's what I would be doing. So that's what I did. You're 100 percent right. So two or three days later, I'm like, hey, shit's still falling there. Oh, it can't be that. Next thing you know, five minutes later, hey, you mind helping me get the ladder out? I'm going to get up on top there. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'll help you do that. I got the ladder out. I grabbed the CO2 tank because what we do is we got a hose at the end of a CO2. So we you blast, blow everything off. blast condenser out. Sure enough, pop that top off. Look at all those condensers. Completely sealed up with fucking cottonwood. Yeah. Well, guess what? Shit's already fucked up. Because now it's super hot. And now it's got to work double time after we get it blown out to try to get it to even get back to freezing, which it's not going to do. So we had to wait till it got really like a normal day 75 degrees drops down to 50 at night and then when that happened i said well i'll be able to tell in the morning if it's working when this when it's down sure enough next morning 10 15 below hey it's working all it took was a little bit of effort don't you think but it guess what some of this shit's still fucked up he won't listen i told the new owner so hey i'm just letting you know this is what's going on because of this because of this because of this and they're like are you fucking kidding me? Nope. He just don't want to put any money into it. Well, he ain't going to put any money at this no, point. exactly. Money and, I, and you know what? But this should have been done two months ago. And he could have paid a couple hundred bucks, had somebody just come in and spend an hour or two looking at this shit. But this is what I have to deal with. Right. And again, it's all about he just thinks he, he knows and, and he's better than everybody else. Meanwhile, he doesn't understand that. I don't give a fuck if you're the owner. I'm there to do a job, my job, and I just want my job to be 100%. I'm somewhat of a 
perfectionist. So I want your job to be easier because I'm doing my job. Right. And I know how I'm doing my job. And you get pissed off because I'm good at my job. Go fuck yourself. I could care less. You know what I mean? That's why I'm like. This is what I said so, yesterday. I listened to, I listened hold to on, basically. Hold on, hold go on. Ahead. This is what yeah. I said yesterday. <laughs> after the bullshit that I was right about. I'm like, three more days and I cannot wait. It's been an absolute nightmare the last two or three months. You've been a fucking nightmare, and I cannot wait to keep to to move on because I don't have to deal with this anymore. And this is why you don't have the crew that you used to have, because the crew you used to have was amazing, and they would bust their ass for him. Now, his his reputation precedes itself, and people don't want to work there. And this is why. Like right now, um, we only have one other person working in that kitchen. And she is a part-timer. And he's leaving. And he's doing the other full-time stuff. And I already told the other owner, hey, man, I am not a double-timer. But, I mean, in this climate of workforce availability, Mm -hmm there's not enough I don't think you guys do enough volume right at second shift at night oh, that's where we make our money at night okay oh yeah okay, at so. night we we kill it at night we're busy as fuck all year long we're steady okay if you average it out between winter and summer it's steady so what time do you guys open up at in the morning 11 yep. and when when do you close at night the kitchen. Kitchen closes at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Jesus Christ, that's early. Well, it's because we would normally close at ten o'clock, but we never, for years, we never did any business between nine or ten. They'd be standing there, literally standing there. So that's why I was like, "Well, just shut it down." Okay, because you're paying. You think about those hours. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying, but. If we hey, like, if we had man, people it's... well if we had people coming in asking, fuck an extra hour fuck yeah if we're making money so you're done at nine o'clock it's done yeah okay so how I guess my my question is how are you going to find anybody that's even halfway worth the shit to come in to work basically five hours a night mm-hmm. for twelve dollars an hour. 15 to 17. 15, 17, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's nothing financially. That's nothing. Hoping we had no, we've never had an issue before. And well, now, I get it, but and now again, we do. today's climate is yes. totally different, right? I get it. But you would think that. People want $1,000 a week to work 10 hours a week. Right. But here's my mindset when I think about this. I would have thought it would be a lot easier to find somebody who only wants to pull 30 hours a week and make 17, 15 an hour. No. Because that's easy part-time. Oh, oh, you come in at 4 and you're out of here by at least 9.30 at the and you know, You want to know why? Because doing that would cut into their governmental benefits. True. It's cheaper for them just to not work. I don't know how they did it because my... I, un- I don't either. My unemployment... I. Couldn't fuck it. That's why I was so happy to get back to work. 
When you're just getting, but, the, you're, but you're a single man, right? But when I was just getting the, yeah, right. If you had a vagina with twelve kids or or three kids, right? You'd be making fucking hundred twenty grand a year right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. This is it's what June, June what June thirtieth? The last fucking day of June. I've paid thirty six thousand dollars in taxes this year. Mm-hmm. That's fucking insane. Yeah. While people are sitting home collecting my money due to nothing. It drives me nuts, right? Yeah. But that's the atmosphere we have right now. Unfortunately. And I don't and I and I personally thought all the benefits were cut off. Clearly I was wrong. I think for people like me, the extra benefits is out is out the door. Single man. Yeah. yeah. But I mean single white man. Yeah. But I think even single Women are out the door, but you're right. I think families are the ones that are still getting paid. I has to. It's mind-boggling to me. I don't get it. But I mean, it's it's sad because I mean we're just looking for one person, basically five nights, thirty hours. Right. It's easy. No, I, have, I have everything done for you. you now come is in. the <laughs> is the new owner going to stay closed on Mondays? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. They, I made that very clear. And I'm have to, I'll reiterate it again, because what are you gonna do? If they change your mind. Find something else. Because what I'm not gonna do is add basically a whole another day's work somewhere. I'm already six days a week, okay? Because I'm the one that does the Monday. I'm right. there six hours a day, right. okay? That's two hours short of a day shift. Uh-huh. So where am I going to fit those? And I'm nonstop. It's not like I'm lollygagging around. So, and it, it's stuff that has to be done once a week. So where do they think they're going to want to fit that in? I Listen, I... And I think the reason why they want to keep it shut down on Mondays, because we don't have the help to even keep our... Have the doors open right now. People are fucking... We got bartenders that are <coughs> working. It's insane. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Unless you're a... Unless you're a sports bar with a diehard Monday night football following, it's kind of wasteful anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I get it. Mondays was our weeknight anyway. People have parted their asses off all weekend. Yeah. Monday's kind of a day. The re- Monday's like the new Sunday, right? Well. So, except for like you and I, which we go out every Monday, but most people, they... Looking well, around on Mondays. For our place, Mondays was always our weekday. Yeah. Our, and I mean that week day. Week, W-E-A-K. Yeah. It was like we were always dead. We were always dead. We tried doing specials to try to draw it in. Just like you said, it's fucking, our, our, we'll be fine during the week. Weekends will do good. Sundays we do really well, you know, fucking tons of drinkers. Mondays, Nope. We're doing five dollar burger baskets. <laughs> most pe- most people are probably listening to this bucket saying, "Why am I listening to this?" Mm. I think it's fascinating because we're friends, but but it's uh, so I'm just I'm just thankful this is over. It's a headache that has been just killing me. You're kind of like a guy who's in. So you've been working there for what twenty years? Twenty years in September. 20 years. So you've been working there for like 20 years. You're kind of like that guy who is in a marriage, who's in love, but hates his wife. 
who wants to leave but can't leave because you're attached, right? And I say that because that was me when I was married to Kim. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel that's what you are with Roadhouse. Roadhouse is your Kim. I think you hate that place with a passion. I think you don't want to work there. Hmm. I think that you would love to find somebody new, but you're comfortable where you're at, and you're you don't have to agree with me or disagree. I'm just, I'm just giving you my opinion, and and I think that I, I think that comfort is everything, right? Well, I think that's why people stay in bed. They're comfortable with what they have, right. and I think that I think the Roadhouse is your kin. I'll say this. And not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm no, not. No, no. Don't, don't get to me wrong. I'm no, not no, knocking no. that at no, all. Because you're, you're almost right. Almost. I do love my job because just I just had this conversation with our bartender today. Because she didn't know I worked. She's kind of new. So I told her I'll be, I'll be there 20 years. She's like, wow, you know, unreal. And I was like, she was like, you could go anywhere and work mm-hmm. at any restaurant. Correct. I told you a thousand times. I could. Problem is, the reason why I love that place is I the freedom of fun I can have with food. It's creativity. Creativity. Sure. There isn't, there's only one other place I know of close around the area where I can do what I do. And it's, it's not big enough for me to go over and, and, and do stuff. I would probably, right. probably wouldn't even be able to get a job right. there. But everywhere else, it's here's a menu. That just we do right and again, and, and no I know what you said. Why I'm wrong because I understand you, you love your job, and, and I probably shouldn't have said you no, don't. No, like no, your no. Job. I'm, I'm, I'll get, I'll get, I'm get to the point. I hate what I have to deal with, which is now leaving out the door, right? Because th- I love the potential of the place, mm-hmm. which still hasn't reached its potential because somebody else got comfortable with what. They brought in, which he's already said he was comfortable with it. And that's why he would clo- they close early during the week, the bar early, you know, because he doesn't like that crowd. Well, you don't like that crowd. That crowd brings money. You know, reasons why we always said, why yeah. is it the Dirty Bird always closed early? Absolutely. You know, people want to come in here and spend some money. He didn't want that. He's comfortable. He's fine with just that. Sure. Well, guess what? I, and I think okay. what the Dirty Bird does is genius. Well, it's it. From a financial it, standpoint, it's idiotic. Right. From a common sense standpoint, pff, come on, what the fuck, okay. really? <laughs> but we're also at a spot where we can do that. Right. Okay. So. But you also have a spot where you have a lot more risk by doing that. Sort of. Um, but. I am comfortable in that place because I literally can walk in that place. I know every crick and cranny of mm-hmm. it. I know what it takes to. I I know my job. Which two thousand. I don't know why you didn't just let me buy the motherfucker for you in the first place. Because I'll get to that. But things I hate about the place again. That's going out the door. He's leaving, right? Hopefully, I'll be able to have more freedom and. Uh, accountability of my job and I won't have those hounded me. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate that fucking patio with a passion. I hate it. Yeah, well, because... The patio of, is money. So. It is money, 
But Money, you have, especially if you're closing early. But you have to have a crew to run it properly. Yeah. And you don't. Right now, I think tonight there's only two people in that fucking kitchen. Normally, we'd have four at least. And they're part-timers. Well, a part-timer and a owner. Well, but that's, that's why a lot of people were like patios like that. They limit their menu to that patio. Well, right? Yep. So I'll have a full menu if you want to come inside and eat. Yep. Right? But if you want to be out there, you have a limited menu of what you're going to do. So yeah. I, I think you can have the best of both worlds. There should be... It should be something like that because I'll tell you what. Back in our heyday when that thing was fucking cranking and we would have 10 people working, mm-hmm. which was a lot. Dude... It would be nothing for people to walk in and or try to order something, and we'd automatically tell them, "Hey, it's hour half wait, hour wait." That's okay, and they were fine with it okay. because they weren't going anywhere. Right? People were never pissed that their food was taking right. for long because they knew the situation. It right. came out when it came out because we were that busy from mm-hmm. beginning to end. Um, it's just, it's a fucking headache, man. It really is. Again, if that place didn't have the patio, if it was just the restaurant. All day long. I'd have bought it, left, you know, if it was a different situation to where we didn't have a patio. You know what I mean? If it was just a basic small restaurant, that way you got a fucking, you know, small crew, you know, it's it's a simple, simple little place. But you add that, and it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. <laughs> but so, so <laughs> that's the thing, though. You look at it from an employee standpoint. Mm-hmm. Russ and I look at it from an ownership standpoint, right? I look at it from an owner standpoint, too. You should see what these motherfuckers have to do. They are busting their ass. Well, again, there's ways to limit what you're doing on Again, I understand that, but that's not what we're doing. Right. I understand. I I get what you're saying. So it's a headache of what we're doing, which is that's why it's a nightmare. And you know what? You don't even have to have two fucking bands a week there. Fuck no. You can have. First of all, I think bands are stupid in the first place. I think so too, especially with what you, you spend five times more money than you would on a basic DJ to play the exact same fucking music well, a lot better. Whatever. I mean, it, it is what well, it, it's just. Okay, so I'll say this. I, I love the people in bands because there's a lot of people I've met that are great. And I'm not knocking them as musicians. Oh, sure. Uh, no, it's absolutely. It's nothing to do with that. Absolutely. I'm looking at it, as you said, a business, business standpoint. standpoint. Right. I, I'm going to pay 700 bucks for a band to come in and play for a weekend. That we don't even charge cover on. Right. And we have to hopefully, hopefully. Right. At least Recoup. That. We have to at least triple that. Right. And your goal at that point is just you're recouping. Yeah. It's... So it's a nightmare to have that because weather plays a factor, um, employees play a factor. It's a, again, it's a nightmare. If you just did that once a week, if we just had it every Thursday, I would be completely fine with it. I would. If I own that place, I do okay. One band a week. That's it. Every Thursday. I wouldn't even do that because. It's no, it's not an issue, or it's not. There's no reason why on on band nights like tonight, I wouldn't be shocked if they draw in. If it's a decent night, it could be at least a four to seven, eight thousand dollar night, which is great. 
but it can be a nightmare. And if you can just manage to do that once a week and, and having bands on weekends, which he learned that the beforehand, which why, do, why does he even have it on Friday nights right now? It's un, it's unbelievable because we're not even busy on Friday nights. There's festivals going on right now. There's fucking sure. party in the or promenade parks going on. Concerts are going on. Like last Friday when Night Ranger and uh, Sebastian Bach were downtown. Right. You also had Brooks and Dunn. You also had yeah. Skittlebots were playing in right. Jed's parking lot. Right. Centennial Terrace was throwing right. something. We had nobody at our place and we had a band. If you people are listening, by the way, if your people are listening to this, like, worldwide or countrywide, Toledo is a hub of entertainment in the summertime. Yeah. It's amazing. There's nothing you can't find something to do, right. ever. Right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. But it's the problem with it is that you might go to some places and they're dead as fuck. Right. Because there's always something. There's, there's something, like you, like you said, there's always something happening. When you and I were growing up in the bar scene... Because we're 48 years old now, 47, 48, 46, whatever. When you and I were growing up in the bar scene in Toledo, it wasn't a bar you could go to that wasn't charging you a cover charge. Yeah. Very rarely would you walk into a bar, unless it was, a, unless it was like a bar bar, right? But distillery, shamrocks, uh, jalapenos, gators, uh, I mean, I could probably go in with a thousand fucking bars, right? Everybody charged you a cover because everybody either had a, a DJ or a band playing, right? And then suddenly in this town, and I think a lot of it was because like Kip like kind of went by the wayside, but the day of the cover charge went <laughs> done. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you went to a bar, you're like, oh, Five dollar cover. You're like five dollar cover. What? Yep. <laughs> Are you out of your fucking mind? Mm-hmm. Or three dollar three dollar cover? I mean, I remember going to bars like a dollar cover. It's like stick your dollar up. If I got to pay a dollar to come in this place, I ain't coming. Right? Distillery was like probably the last great place where you had to pay a cover. You remember that? Mm-hmm. We'd go in there like, come on, stop. Yeah. Bitch, I'm Jeff Jones, bitch. Mm. You gonna charge me to come in this motherfucker? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, come on, let's go. <laughs> no. And then they'd be like, two dollars, please. <laughs> right. And I'm like, no, it ain't happening. I'm Jeff Jones, bitch. But I mean come on in. I but here's the thing. I get it. I understand. If if if, if like if I had that place, I'd be two dollars a cover charge. I would. Two dollars. The Russes? Yep. Absolutely. Because guess what? I'm at least covering a part of that band with the, for every person that walks in that place. Well, so there's the business decision you have to make, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. So are you going to get it? Like, let me, let, let me, that's like, I'd rather bring in, like, Mikey to come in, like, throw some records down and have fun, mm-hmm. drop my fucking G, well, not G, but like, 100 bucks, right? Have fun, play some music. This is my crew. You know, you know who they are. You, you know who comes in my bar. Yeah. Play some music to fucking satisfy him. Mm-hmm. You'll do it. Throw him some beer. Hell. Actually, do not give Mike yes, any beer. Don't do that. Because <laughs> we had a bad night that night. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know my point, right? Yeah. It's like you can always find something to do. Yeah. Find a way to have fun. My bar I had 
I had an amazing jukebox, right? Mm-hmm. I fucking throw 20 bucks in the jukebox. Fuck! We'd be playing all night long. Yeah. And people be fucking partying their asses off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These bands where you're paying 700 bucks, and I respect the bands. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking you. Just from a business owner standpoint, in our town where we live, doesn't make any financial sense. No. Because again, you automatically have to, you know, let's just say you're paying six hundred fucking dollars for a band. Well, you have to at least bring in at least eighteen hundred bucks. Right. At least eighteen hundred bucks to cover your ass. At least. And it's hard, especially in the summertime when fucking shit is so much fucking going on and, and people are still afraid to fucking go out, which is still mind blowing. And we got an outside bar patio where you, you know, you fit. Oh God, I don't even know a hundred people out there. And, and when you have that and just, and, and then you got to add Jesus Christ, you got to add fucking gas prices and, and f- food prices going up. So now people are really penny pinching and, People are afraid to spend money right now. I get it. I am. I'm one of those people. I'm fucking deathly afraid to spend money right now. And so people, we're not selling as much food as we used to in the past because they're trimming their spending somewhere. They'll rather have a couple extra drinks rather than get some food. Now, the food that we do sell a lot of is a lot of fucking finger foods. You know, your basic fucking appetizer shit. So you got that type of stuff we're selling a lot of, whereas our dinners and our basic platters are slowing down. So they're still they're still ordering some, but it's not as fucking heavy as before. Um, it's just it's it's a fucking pain in the ass. That's why I am always a fan of, like I said, if it was just the small little restaurant, the small diner. I really really want a small diner, tiny tiny diner which I motherfucking wish that that fucking place over in Swanton came available with the house, that small little diner. Oh, it's fucking beautiful. Jesus. I took it out. But, I mean, it's, again, I don't, I'm just, I, I hope things change for the better. I'll just say this. For your sake, I hope so, too. Me, I do, because um, if not, something's got to change. Sadly, I think this is this place's last go around. That it's either going to make it or it's going to close up for good. I don't think they can take another. uh... Dude, we do good. I'm telling you, we do good. Somehow we manage. We do good. Um, But here's the difference. The past guy who's now leaving hasn't had a mortgage in forever. Mm -hmm. That's all been paid off. Right. So now these people who took over, and you know, they since they bought the whole place, so. Well, he bought that for like next to nothing to begin with. Oh yeah, put a lot of money into it. I'm not saying oh, he didn't. Oh yeah. So and and from what I hear, he got almost what he asked for. So good for him. Good for him. You know. Good news is you never see, never have to see him again. But before, okay, before we continue, so I'm thirsty and I got to have a drink, but I saved this uh-huh. because I was so curious on what this tasted like. What is it? It's Gatorade, obviously. It's Gatorade. 
cucumber Gatorade. Mm. I'm thinking to myself, it's got to taste like shit. A cucumber Gatorade. I'm going to bet the only reason they call it the cucumber Gatorade is probably because the way it's probably cool and kind of refreshing. Well, here's my thought on it. So basically, cucumbers are pickles. Right. I'm kind of wondering if it's got a pickle juice kind of flavor to it. No, no. Because what? a cucumber is made out of a pickle. A pickle is made out of a cucumber. I understand that. But I'm wondering if it's got a, a hint of pickle juice kind of, not like the salty stuff that we enjoy, but I'm just wondering if it's got something of it. So I am going to do this little taste test on here to see if I like it or not. I'm going to say it's going to be very sweet and very, a, a, a very cool, sweet kind of a flavor. And I left it, oh, I already smelled it. <laughs> I was going to say I didn't want to smell it because I was. Very gonna- cool, sweet flavor. I left it room temperature because I wanted the full, I didn't want it cold to, t- to tear from the flavor. Okay, here we go. Uh-huh. Sip it. Okay, here's the thing. Because you get full flavor when you Right here, like, this is how strong the aroma is. It's pure cucumbers. Wow. Smells like cucumbers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, mm. here we go. That's not bad. That's just cucumber juice. Really? That's all it is. So is, that, is it? So. It's room temperature. So if it was cold. Cool, sweet flavor. That's what I'm thinking. It's in my head. If it was cold, it'd be different. Well, that tastes just like fuck cucumber. Yeah. And I thought I wouldn't like it. I don't know if I like it or dislike it. It's okay. It tastes like a fucking cucumber. Yeah. It's just okay. It tastes like cucumber seeds. Mm-hmm. Like one of those big, thick, green, like the green, dark green on the outside, yeah. white on the inside, but the seeds are sweet. Yeah. That's what, it, it tastes just like cucumber seeds. Yeah. That's amazing that they can get that flavor like that. That's crazy. I was really convinced for the longest time that I would, I would every time I look at it. It doesn't Ugh. have the cool flavor that I thought it was going to have. Well, again. But it does have the sweet cucumber seed taste that I thought it was going to have. I bet you if it was cold, it would have that cool, cool yeah. cucumber. It possibly. The, I, that's why I left it room temperature. I just wanted to get the real flavor from it. Because when it's cold, a lot of flavors to kind of take it, it takes away from the flavor. Yeah, this one uh, I was I'm shocked. When you drink water several time, you like cold water or do you like room, room temperature? temperature? Me too, absolutely. My bottle waters. Ne- I the only time I drink cold water is when I go to the gym. Right. I got I put I got a whole section in my fridge of bottled water, but a lot of my stuff is I leave out. The only time that I drink cold water is when I go to bed. So I have one of those like Yeti cups mm-hmm. that I fill with ice and water. And, like, right before I go to bed, I, like, chug a big-ass... I chug the whole thing. I fill it up, chug it down. And then I fill it up again with most of the ice and with actually all ice. And then I fill the rest of it with water. And then that will last me sometimes maybe two or three nights. It'll stay cold, right? Because it won't thaw up. That's the only time I ever really drink cold water. Mm-hmm. Like, cold, cold water. Yeah. Right before bed. 
Even when it's hot out. I want to wake up. Like, middle of the night, I'll wake up with, like, hot mouth, like, yeah, there's nothing like a... Even mm. when it's hot like today, I won't drink... I don't either. I'm not drink nope. a straight room temperature and water. Bottle of water, man. I'm I'm not. And the difference is, do you know this? The different like, warm or room temperature water flushes you out, whereas cold ice water, it, it kind of freezes you up. Or what's the word I'm looking for? Look, it constricts it, your organs. It, it constricts it. Right. Whereas warm lets loose, so if you ever feel sure. bind, bound up, drink some. That's room why people drink water. like like warm tea, yeah, or coffee, like a, like war, warm coffee. milk, right? Yeah, yeah. It relaxes everything. Mm-hmm. Smoking why. smoking a cigarette, yeah. it relaxes everything. Smoking right? a cigarette, I'll never forget this. <laughs> Sean, every day at Valleywood, come in in the morning, yeah. grab his coffee, have a cigarette. And he'd give me that face. He'd be like, oh, I got to go. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was the same way. Because it's time that to nigga, you hit your system. Like, ooh, I got to poop. Yep. I got to poop. When, to I, when, I was pre- when I was at like a, like preteen, I almost say preteen. When I was a teenager, 14, 15 years old, I'd smoke. Every time I'd smoke a cigarette, I felt like I had a shit. Mm-hmm. And that was that fucking relaxation of that fucking, that drug letting loose in your body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The only thing that does that to me is French onion soup. I haven't had a cigarette in what four years? Going on four four years, I think. Right? It's been a while. It's been a long, long time since I've had a cigarette. Yeah, it's been a while. And I can honestly say I've it's been four years. I've not cheated at all. I quit smoking. I was done. Done. Other than the time I bought, I punched in your face. But I was, it wasn't even lit. It was just hanging in my mouth, you dick fuck. And you were, that's one step closer to getting it lit. <laughs> and I knocked that bitch right out. <laughs> Along with two of my teeth. I'm telling you. So, like, I, hey, listen, I appreciate that you love me enough to where you want to knock my teeth out of my mouth. Yeah. To me smoking. <laughs> Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Stop loving me. <laughs> that was funny. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Smack like what the fuck you? What are you doing? Yeah, I was like, you got to see yeah, out of your mouth. I don't, it wasn't even lit. Yeah. You fucking asshole. I don't even know why it was even in your mouth. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't even. That know didn't why. sound good at all. Why was it? Know. Why was it in your mouth? I, uh, I I thought you said why. I don't know. I don't know why I was in your mouth. I'm like, what? Well, I said I don't know why it was in your mouth. Oh, because it was like pretend I was smoking. Gina had one. Like, give me a smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's like recurring joke at work where we all go outside and burn. Gotta go out burn. Going to burn. That's when you grab a pack of the candy cigarettes. <laughs> like we did when we were kids. Listen, I, I gotta be honest with you. I did not think I would ever, ever, ever be able to quit smoking. Yeah. And that fucking voodoo magic bullshit worked. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Whatever. My mom, I worked on my mom. I just, and it's like, it's not, I don't even want to smoke. I have no desire to smoke. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't, I'm considering smoking again just to lose some weight, but. Well, I think you could do it a lot better than fucking smoking. Meth? I was going to say meth. Meth. Cocaine. Crack. Cocaine you could probably do because you'd be going yeah. 100 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. I'm already 100 miles an hour. No, you could really improve. 
<laughs> you could see. Hey, I think Jeff's on cocaine. Why is that? Because he's on a treadmill and he's going 100 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, so I've been on a diet, right? And I went from 298 down to 280. Mm-hmm. And son of a bitch, I'll, God damn, I've put on fucking four pounds since we fucking, since I hit 280. But 284. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not eating anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm same fucking diet. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. And, and I'm not starving myself, right? I'm just eating basic healthy foods. I've caught all the bullshit. No monster drinks. Uh, you know, no breakfast fucking burritos. I've probably took out. I'm I'm hitting maybe fifteen hundred calories a day, mm-hmm. and I'm down from maybe. And I'm not joking. Five six thousand calories a day. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how I can go, and then simple water. Uh, could be water intake. Um, the fact that a lot of that you did lose was probably water. Because um, when you drop all that, a lot of that, the fluids that are in you get released. So you lose. That's why Yeah, but you, I was hydrating. I know. But you still lose it faster because it's burning faster yeah. since, you know. Right. Um, so now you're at a point where you actually have to start working at it. Meaning... You know, doing basic, just basic fucking exercise. Well, I am, though. I mean, I, I, write, I will say this, though. I was riding my bike every single day. And, like, the past week or so, I've been, like, just way too busy. Maybe that's why I put the pounds back on, because I've, I've stopped the bike riding. Um, and yeah, yeah, I guess that could be it. But it's, like, every, every morning I get up. And I, those of you who may have listened to us know what's going on. So... I fucked my shoulders real bad. And I've lost so much muscle mass in my shoulders over the past two years because I basically couldn't even pick my arms up over my head. Mm-hmm. So I bought a set of weights. And the, the highest weights I have is 25 pounds. So every morning I get up and I do, I do 20 reps over my head, straight up. I take these weights, boom, boom, boom. Take my shower, get cleaned up, get dressed, grab I do fucking 20 more reps over my head. And then when I get home, the first thing I do, I'll walk in, is boom, 20 reps over my head. Now, tonight before I go to bed, I'll 20 reps. I'll take a shower, do 20 more reps before I go to bed. So, oh, then I, then I, do, uh, I do 20 curls also. I forgot about that. But... So, I don't know. It's, just, it's driving me crazy. It's driving me fucking nuts. Well, here's here's some good news for you. I've, I got uh, my gym is closing down for three weeks. Why? They're redoing it, which is great. I thought they already did that. No, no, it hasn't been redone oh. in a while. Which, but I love what they're going to be doing to it. So mm-hmm. it's going to be closed for three weeks. So. I have two choices I can go to. I can go to the one there in Holland, or I can go to the one there in Lasky. Lasky's too small, so I'm probably going to go to the one in Holland. You should, uh, and I'm still going to go my normal days. You should come meet me. And let me show you basic, basic simple exercises you can do, because you need to improve on that. 
if you want to get on top of it, you got to do what I do. You know, and you don't have to do everything I do. But you know me. This is what I do. This is my basic exercises every day that I go. Well, let, let me say. Let me stop you. So, I've been a, plant, a member of Plant and Fitness now for what three years. Okay, so I've tried to get with the personal trainer over and over and over again, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then I had one. You know, you know how I am. It worked. It's mm-hmm. like shit happens. I, I don't have. I'm not the or average worker where I can just eh, I leave it same time every day. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit, right? Then they lost all their personal trainers again, right? It's another one of those shortages. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying and trying and trying, right? Because I don't want to go and hurt myself, right? I'm 48 years old. I haven't worked out on a regular basis since I was in fucking my 20s. Right. Well, this is what I'm telling you. I can show you basic, simple exercises because it's, it's, it's got to be a mix of, you know, at first I thought, when I was going into it, all cardio. That's going to burn. Burn, burn, burn. No. No, it's not. No, your muscle building. You need to build muscle. Right. That's more, more healthy than the cardio is. So, But what I do is, every day I go in, I do an hour on the treadmill. And that get, that's, I do a fast, steady pace walk, and it gets three, I get three miles in. Mm-hmm. And that's good. They say an average mile for you walking should be about 20 minutes. So that's perfect. So I do an hour there. And then I go for about uh, 45 minutes to an hour, sometimes an hour and a half, depends on what day it is. I'll lift. And they have machines there. A lot of the machines there are machines. They're not, they have free weights, but they, a lot of their machines are machines to where it's, you know, they're all connected so it's an actual machine. So you're not free weight lifted to where it would hurt you. Saying you can control your weights, you know, they got little where you can slide them in, you know, you can do 40 pounds, 60 pounds, 75, goes up and, you know, however light, dude, there's a lot of them have 25 pounds on there. Right. So it's all about just going to each machine and each machine shows you right on it how to do it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's very simple, but you can do basic, simple exercises leg exercises right. you know but i already get all my leg done i got strong ass well legs. you know your leg that that's where you burn you'll burn most of your calories right there on your well, legs right but biggest I, muscles in your body right legs. but i'm fine there. except for my dick I mean, that's the biggest muscle in my body so when i get on when i'm doing my lifting i'm doing an hour of of, of curls i'm doing the chest i'm right. doing um fucking you know pulling there's so many different things which i love doing just getting your zone Fucking knock it out. And like you said, like you said, you don't even have to put on. You don't have to be 150 pounds fucking curling. No. No. Absolutely Which you not. don't. I don't. I do. But I start light and I work my way up. You know what I mean? I just right. do it just to build up more. Um, and then what's funny is some days I'll throw 125 on the curl bar. And I'll throw it up like it's nothing. Next day or day or two later. I'll go in there, throw 125, dude. I, it's like it's like 200. Pounds. Well, so there's a difference between if you're trying to build muscle, or you're trying to tone, or you're trying to burn calories, right? It's, so right. if you're trying to burn calories, you want low, low weight, mm-hmm. a lot of reps. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to tone up, you want a medium weight, medium reps. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to build muscle, high weight, low reps. Right. So I mean, that's just basically shit we right. were taught when I was in high school and. and in wrestling, right? Right. So, um, which is why my fucking legs are so goddamn big, right? That's why 
there's different days I do different things. Yeah. Like like uh, tomorrow night I'll go in. I'll probably do a medium to a heavy. Whereas last night when I was in there, I did a light to medium. You know, right. just a quick, nice little workout. But I still do three miles. But on Sundays, Sundays is when I really hit it. Because I do five miles on the treadmill. And then I'll do an hour and a half easily lifting. But something else I do. They got a machine there to where it has these straps that you pull. And it's a crunch machine. Mm. I'll do 600 crunches every day. You know, just work in my stomach, try to trim that down, get it muscular. And I'll tell you what, the first time I did it, man, you wouldn't think putting like 75 pounds on there and doing that would be... It's a lot. Jesus fucking It's a lot. I dropped that bitch down to 60 after I did the first 25. But now I'm up to, I can put it on 75 and I'll do 600. And and it's still tough. And it's still, because, I mean, it's it's still a tough thing. But I love how it feels. Dude, I feel it in my sides and my stomach. But uh, you just got to get into a routine of doing it. And, and, and not meaning like, yeah, I understand you don't get off at the same time every day. But if it's nothing for, to me, I think I have a lot more easier schedule you do. Did you but, hear that? And, huh? Did you, hear, did you just hear that? Huh? They fucking fly like food across the microphone. Oh, and you heard <laughs> it? I was huh. like, Jesus Christ. Fly farted. I'm very loud. <laughs> but, um, you know, just kind of take away a night, an hour of your night, and just go in there. Even a half hour in the treadmill and a half yeah. hour lifting weights make a total big difference in your life. Oh, sure. I mean, listen. Listen, I, I can tell you right now. the Just the changes in my diet I've made mm-hmm. is I feel world. I, I'm not groggy every day right like today god i go out to them fucking goddamn those refrigerators bait slash vending machines there's all this food in there oh my god i don't know what do i want to eat it or fuck it Mm -hmm. it's like jesus christ it looks so good my diet at work today was maybe five bottles of water and a beef stick that's what i ate That's maybe 200 calories out of this stick, right? But I went from literally 5,000 calories a day at work to 200 calories a day. Now, I guess my body's probably changing a little bit, right? So it's like, whoa, wait, we got to slow down. It's going to start going back to normal, going back to the burn mode, right? But you're, you're definitely right. I really got to get back into the point of like, I got I to get, I got to start exercising. I got to start burning. And if you're doing that in because for what you're doing diet wise, that's kind of extreme when you go from that to that in your. Oh, yeah. No doubt they, about it. Which they say don't. You're supposed to eat normal, just proportionate well, like today. But I, but my, what, I get what you're saying there. But what I normally eat is not normal, right? I, I mean, it's not normal to eat five, six thousand calories a day. No, I get that. right. So for me to go from five, six thousand calories a day. To a thousand cal- or 1500 calories a day, my initial weight loss is going to be dramatic right off the bat, right? And that's what I keep telling myself. Then it's going to even out, but then it's going to start going back to burn mode. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, like. But it just drives me fucking nuts. I'll give you an example of what drives me nuts. Was it Tuesday night? Tuesday night, what I. Or yesterday. 
yesterday what I have. I'll just tell you yesterday what I have. No, I'll tell you today what I'm going to have. I'll just make it even simpler. So just, I've been on a kick for about two weeks now because I was doing uh, like two cups of cereal in the morning. I, I can't do cereal. Oh, I love I, cereal. I get so sick of it so quick. I've not had cereal forever. I'll get. I'll, I can eat cereal breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I know so many people like that. Yeah, I'm good for about love a it. week, and then love I get it. sick of it, and I I can't eat it for a while. But you know what? I've been on a kick of, and I I love it every morning. I bought peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <clears throat> I absolutely love it. Always have. God. So. I'll, I'll have a, one of those every morning. And then, like today, f- as before I left work, I had a, I saved because I had meatloaf today as our special. Meatloaf, mashed potatoes, gravy, and corn. That was our special today. Well, I had a little tiny piece of meatloaf I put on the side that I baked. I had a little mashed potatoes, corn, a little gravy. I was good. Now, tonight, I'm going to have a, I'm telling you, you need to get these from Kroger. Kroger has these self-made salad bowls. They're like three bucks a piece. Uh They have a chicken Caesar, a chef, a garden, uh, a one with blue cheese and fucking chicken uh, and raisins. I can't think what it's called. They got a Cobb salad, but they're all self right there. You just open it up, dump, mix everything together. It's got the dressing with it. I'll have that. I'm having a cup of corn chowder. That I made. That's my dinner. I don't do anything crazy. The other night I had a one of those medium frozen pizzas. I don't do anything crazy. I just watch what I eat and proportion myself out. Hell, I still eat a couple French fries here and there during the day. Card kind of hard not to when you're slinging fucking burgers and shit in there, you know. Right. Oh, what a shame! A French fry fell off and in the basket. Oh, I guess that's going in my fat ass. hopefully not literally yeah but i mean so it's not like i cut it out all together i just uh yeah i think the exercising the watching what i eat here's my biggest thing and every once in a while i fuck up but it's the late night hungers man because i'll tell you what there ain't nothing for me to make it i'll go all day and i'll eat fine and I'll go to sleep, and I swear to God, I'll wake up an hour and a half, two hours later, and I feel like I haven't ate anything in two weeks. Like, my my belly and my fucking, my mind is telling me, eat everything in that refrigerator. You're fucking starving. So, what I did was, because a lot of times I want something salty or sweet. Well, I got unsalted planter's peanuts. Mm, yeah, right. That's for, that's for the saltiness, kind right. of. Or you eat like I buy Kroger brand heavy whip, cool whip, frozen. Yeah, you've told me this Dude, a thousand times. Right? Yeah, it's like you can eat a bowl of it and it's like 200 calories and it tastes just like vanilla ice cream. I fucking smash that shit. Right. But I try to eat it before I go to bed. I don't like waking up and eating because then I feel bad. So like the past two Mondays we've left sidelines. Mm-hmm. Everything comes straight home. Have nothing to eat. Blah 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 blah. But I always like going to Capers after we get done. Mm-hmm. I either go get one beer, two beers, whatever the fuck maybe. So it was like three or four weeks ago before I started my diet. 
I went up there and I got muscles. And my God, it's like, oh, we got the best muscles ever. I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> no, you don't. No. <laughs> I've had the best muscles ever. <laughs> you ain't got them, right? If they can beat what we had. No, yeah. not even close. Right. But they're good. I'm not going to lie. They're good. Yeah. Right. So this past Monday, I left sidelines. I go up to Capers like I usually do. He's like, you want a menu? I'm like, nope, nope, don't want a menu. I'm on a diet, and I'm eating. And then I, ooh, my God, I thought about, wow, those muscles. Oh, they're like basically no calories whatsoever. Very light. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take you to order muscles. He brings them out to me. I'm, I'm like 90% of the way through them. And then I look up. <laughs> and there's these big two giant chunks of garlic bread. I'm like, oh, you dirty fucking whore. <laughs> what? What are you doing? God damn. I'm like, I'm not eating it. I'm not going to eat it. Son of a bitch. You ate it. I fucking could not wait to fucking dunk that garlic bread in that fucking delicious sauce. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't blame you. I would have. like, oh, my God. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> but it felt so good. I got home. I came out here. I sit where you're sitting. I feel like a total piece of shit. I'm like, <laughs> God, I, if, if I had a bell, I'd beat myself right now. But you know yeah. what? Here's the thing, though. You've got to have that. Uh, any doctor will tell you that when you talk um, diet with them. They tell you, have a cheat day. Have at least once a week, which I do. My cheat day is either my Saturday right. night or my Sunday. Right. You know, and I won't do anything crazy. Like, I'm not going to go eat four pizzas and then 16 burritos and Chinese. Meaning, like... Right. When Bubba was over, uh, oh, don't even talk to Chinese with me. But when Bubba, I've had Chinese in three fucking weeks. When Bubba was over for Father's Day weekend, you know, um, he I got him pizza rolls. I'll ha- I had a few of those. You know, um, we went out sidelines, had dinner at sidelines, enjoyed that. Um, I just I have my cheat night, and I look forward to it. And I don't. Here's the biggest thing: is the drinking too. I don't drink during the week. You know that. You right. know what I mean? From Tuesday through Saturday, I don't drink. But, sat- well, I have on Saturday nights I do. So, basically, Tuesday through Friday, I don't. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't care fuck what you did as far as exercise. The fact that you cut out drinking, what you were drinking on a daily basis, mm-hmm. made you lose 100 pounds. Oh, yeah. Especially when, Seriously. I, especially when I dropped the uh, pop. When right. I, when I quit the Diet Cherry 7-Up. Right. Yeah. Huge difference. Huge. Unreal. Unreal. It was kind of like uh, the old, my old friend Jeremy, who has passed away now. He was a beer, big, big beer drinker. And when he said he was turning 30, he was cutting out drinking altogether because he only had one kidney. So when he date, <laughs> the day he turned 30, he quit drinking. Within six months, this guy lost, I swear to God, like, I mean, he was a big boy. I, I swear to God, he lost like 150 pounds just like that, dude. Next time I saw him, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you got AIDS or something? I was just <laughs> like, dude, what? He's like, no, I quit drinking, remember? I'm like, holy shit. So, yeah, I think that was a huge fucking difference for me, which was great, you know? So, you know, obviously going to Mick Ultras and 
vodka waters. Huge difference. Well, I, I, I can I, I would I'll disagree with you on there because you weren't drinking beer at all. Right. You went from, you went from drinking no beer to drinking McAltras. Yeah. So you, you didn't switch. I mean, well, yeah, I just picked that up. Right. You know, and but, but you just picked up the right beer. But I, yeah, I picked up the right beer. But I also, you know, I was drinking, dude, when I was off. <laughs> it was nothing for me to polish off. Not a fifth. I'm talking like. Like that big bottle of whatever the fuck that is, the big plastic one, clear one. I was drinking that a night. I know. A night. That was nothing. I know. I, there was nothing for, there was, uh, if you come and looked at my bar underneath, every week I'd have five or six of those bitches sitting there. And uh, that's what I was drinking every fucking night, man. Wow. Breaking news. Uh-huh. Just so you know. The Walleye's head coach, Derek, whatever the fuck his name is, has just been named head coach of the Detroit Red Wings. Seriously? Yeah. Big step. He went from Toledo, Walleye, to the fucking Detroit Red Wings. Well, I mean, look what we wow. did with look, look what we did with Toledo, though. Yeah, but I mean, that's a. Former Walleye coach Derek Lalande, maybe I'm guessing, has been named the new head coach for the Detroit Red Wings. That's that's such a well. That's such a huge, huge. You need to get you need to get that plastic. We're gonna use those forever. There it is. That's, <laughs> that's going to be the best thing to happen to him and hopefully not the worst thing to happen to him because I'll tell you what, that's... Uh, that's uh, Good news, you just got promoted to the NHL. The bad news is it's the Detroit Red Wings. It's the uh, Red Wings, yeah. It's like, it's Which like, is weird to say because probably the greatest... NHL franchise in the history of the NHL. Uh, one of the top six. 26 straight seasons of the playoffs. One of the original six. Longest running history of any professional sports. He's, uh, I mean, it's, it, it'd be kind of like, um, it'd be kind of like the manager of the Mud Hens all of a sudden getting promoted to uh, manager of the Yankees. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, so it's, yeah. well, yeah, you're right. It is. Absolutely. It is. It's exactly what it is. I thought you were kind of exaggerating there for a second, but like, no, you are totally right. <laughs> it's, it's a, I'm like, well, maybe the Tigers, but no, not the, the Yankees, Yankees, right? Yankees. The, the Red Wings are the Yankees of, of hockey. They're, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got the, one of the top original fucking teams to a, going from a minor league. And I don't think he's had major, like, head manager. I think he's, this is like his first big deal. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Well, good luck to him. Good luck to him. Nah. But speaking of hockey, let's talk hockey real quick while Jeff takes a piss, and uh, I got a free second here. My Tampa Bay Lightning, I want to give you props for a fantastic fucking season. Came up short in the Stanley Cups. That's fine. You know, you're going for a three-peat. Chances of you even go for a repeat is fucking crazy that you did. But to even go for a three-peat, 
you weren't even supposed to fucking even make it out of the first round. And my boys, god damn, man. They fucking showed some heart, some grit. Fucking killed it. Took out Toronto. Swept fucking Florida. Ah, damn. They finally got in. They, they happened to face fucking Avalanche, though, man. Oh, I forgot about the Rangers. Man, that was a, that was a great series. Jesus Christ. But you got up to Colorado, and whew, much props to Colorado. They fucking did some damage, man. Those guys were insane. You know, there's always that team in any playoff, meaning basketball, football, baseball. There's always a team that always is on fire going into the playoffs. And the fuck Colorado Avalanche were that team. And that's who we had to face. We we should have at least made it a 4-2, maybe seven-game series. But we didn't. But I'm still giving props to my Lightning. It was still great. I loved it. We're still bringing back the, almost all the, everybody next year. So the chances of us being right back is going to be great. So I can't wait. I think that would be a great, fantastic weekend trip for you and I to go to. And down to Tampa for a lightning game. Oh, yeah. Because it's still, it's so cheap to go. Yeah. I mean, we go round trip for 200 bucks, plus a ticket in the hotel. Not a big deal. Yeah. It's a good time. I got to see, I, I got to go see my, uh, the lightning for the, only, I've only seen him one time. And it was so cool because there was a, there's a, there's a old regular from the bar. And he's a Red Wings fan. And uh, we got to talk in hockey because he came in there and watched the Red Wing game. And he he was like, you like hockey? I was like, yeah. I love Tampa. He's like, Tampa? Tampa Bay? I was like, yeah. He's like, you ever been to a game? I was like, no. And at the time, I had never even been to a walleye game or a storm game or, or even a gold digger game. I'd never been. And... Uh, he was like, if I got us tickets to go up to Detroit, see Lightning and Red Wings, would you go? I said, fucking A right, I'd go. Sure enough, dude, I'm not even kidding you. I was at work. Got a phone call at work. Hey, somebody's on the phone for you. Yeah, what's up? He goes, hey, it's Wally. Uh, hey, Wally, what's up? He was like, hey, November 3rd, 8 o'clock. I said, well, what's that? He's like. I got us two tickets. We're going to see Lightning and Red Wings. Make nice. sure you're ready. I'm like, whoa, whoa, nice. what? What? What do I owe you? He goes, you don't owe me anything. You're just going. Nobody ever wants to go with me. So I'll pick you up at the at the, the roadie. Six o'clock, we'll head up. Dude, I strapped on my late night Lightning shit. We went up there. I couldn't believe how many Lightning fans were up there, which would blew me away because this was back in the day when Martin uh, St. Louis – Vincent E. Cavier, Hobby Boulin was still with. I was like, this was the old school boys. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. But the best thing was is that when we walked to our seats, I sat down, and right behind us was these three smoking hot fucking Red Wings chicks, probably 20s, 30s. I sat down. All of a sudden, I smelled something really nice, and then a whisper in my ear. 
how the fuck mm. did you ever become a lightning fan? <laughs> I turned and looked at her and she's just my smiling. uncle molested me. I just, and then I just spilled the guts to her. You know? My uncle, but fuck me in my ass. I just told her the real deal. And she just was like, you know what? That's cool. I respect that. You still yeah. suck, but I respect that. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. And he goes, welcome to a Red Wings game. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck me, dude. I, I oh, by my, the way, hold yeah. on. We got our asses kicked that game too. Yeah. We lost like seven <laughs> two. It was it was crazy that I took my son this past fall, or excuse me, this past winter, um, to a uh, my son's a big Philadelphia fan. You know this. I'm just telling the story. But, um, and I took my son down to the Tampa Bay Philadelphia playoff game, and we went to eat in downtown Tampa Bay. Tampa, and there's all these people down there. Dude, they are fucking crazy, dude. Screaming, hollering, running around downtown, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because they, they, they weren't wearing Buccaneer jerseys, mm-hmm. which you think they would be wearing, because mm-hmm. it's a playoff weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go in this restaurant, and Matt goes, Dad, I think the damn Bay Lightning are playing tonight. And I'm like, who? He goes, Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm like, oh, oh. I said, I think that's Tommy's like hockey team. He goes, yeah, hockey team. Can we go? I'm like, fuck. I, I, the way it looks, it's sold out, right? So I'm like, all right, well, let me jump online. So I jump online, got tickets, 160 bucks a piece yeah. for these fucking tickets. Mm-hmm. Now, they were amazing seats. But still, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, you know what? We're in Tampa Bay. Who fucking cares? Let's have some fun, right? Mm-hmm. I got tickets. We went to it. Good time. Very good time. Who did they play? Do you remember? No idea. I was wasted. Did they win? I had no idea. Hmm. I, was, I was drunk as fuck. Hmm. We went to eat. We went to this fucking restaurant. I'm pounding vodka cranberries and Bud Lights and got to the game. Pound us some more. <laughs> nice. Like, dude, Tommy would be in low. I'd, I'd send you pictures. Yeah. 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 I love uh, when my aunt lived down there, when Tampa won their first time. She sent me a this. whole bunch of if shit. If I buy tickets and plane tickets to go, you're going to go or not? <sighs> you know how I feel let's about say, Let's say I surprise you. Let's say I surprise you. We going? I don't know. You know I hate flying. Don't be a fucking pussy. I ain't flying, man. I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. Think about it. Let's see. It's Pittsburgh versus Tampa Bay in the playoffs. I know it's AFC, NFC. It's a It's a mythological idea. If that's the case, if it was Super Bowl, fucking A right, I would. I'm not buying. I'm not buying Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> oh, Fuck but you. you said so. Fuck you. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> Fuck man. Oh, speaking, of, I'll tell you what. Speaking of the Steelers, I just read this past week. Mm-hmm. Mitch Trubisky is killing it in Pittsburgh right now. Our fuck quarterback's killing it. Hey, I, I don't think I, that's a bad idea at no, all. I think it's great. I think it's great. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of talk. Mason's going to be traded, which he needs to be. Um, but he, I guess he's killing it. Mitch is just on point. Everybody's really happy. Kenny Pickett's looking good, too, for a rookie. You know, it's great. We got a great – I just 
I love it, but I, I, I please, I don't want to see this happen. I don't want Mitch to all of a sudden, because we only got him signed to a two-year deal. Obviously, we drafted Kenny Pickett in the first round, meaning we're hoping he's going to be the next great thing. So what happens if Mitch all of a sudden is the next great thing for the next two years? Are you going to let him go? Well, he's fairly young quarterback, is he not? 27. 27 years old, right. So you got him, but you also got Kenny Pickett. What are you going to do? Let Kenny Pickett sit on the bench for however many years? No, you draft him in the first round. You're going to want him to play. So, well, wait, I mean, wait, I mean, stop, stop. Hold on. I mean, wait, wait, wait. wait. So we signed Mitch Trubisky to a two-year deal. Great. We, signed, we drafted Kenny Pickett in the first round, which means okay. all intentions, he's going to be our main, main guy in the future. So what happens when Mitch Trubisky, what if all of a sudden in these two years with us, he's the fucking... You know, he plays. I won't get crazy and say. Well, I was going to say, let's not get stupid. But, uh, but you know, well, all of a sudden, what if he just plays unbelievable? What if he's the next Ben Roethlisberger? Uh, correct. Then you sign him for a long term deal. But what do you do with Kenny Pickett? You let Kenny Pickett make that decision. It's, it's, it's one of those situations to where I love Kenny. Well, I mean, it, you're saying, you're, what you're saying is, what if Ben Roethlisberger was 27 years old? And do you trade Ben Roethlisberger because you happen to trade some big quarterback behind him? No, you don't. You stick with what you got until it fails. But again, and then hope, and then hope that you get another Kenny Pickett in the draft. But down here's the, road. the thing: you you've already drafted and signed this guy. First rounders get signed, big money. Sure. So you're not going to sit there and pay this guy big money to sit on the bench. No. Then you either make it, you would say, Again, that's we're what gonna I'm re, saying. We're going to renegotiate your contract. It's a tough decision. Or we're going to let you go. It's if you've got a proven winner, you stick with your proven winner. I, I understand that too. It's a tough decision that we're putting ourselves into. You know what I think is very comical from a quarterback NFL standpoint is the whole Cleveland <laughs> debacle. All right. So I had a quarterback that I put. I invested a lot of time and money into Yep. He came to my city, did big things. Suddenly, I change my whole coaching aspects of things. Doesn't work out that well. Okay. And I've, and you know me, I've always been the guy. You don't build a quarterback around a coach, build a coach around a quarterback, right? You bring a quarterback in to fit your players, not players to fit your coach, right? If it's all new, then you do what you got to do. But you don't have a John Elway and bring somebody in who's going to change the way John Elway plays football. Mm -hmm. You're going to bring a coach in who's going to know how to coach John Elway and have a playbook that John Elway is going to fill John Elway's needs, right? John Elway. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, Troy Eggman. I mean, you go on and on. Whatever. Well, here's a prime example. and I'll, I'll let you continue in a second. I just wanted to make this. Prime example of why you can't do this. Tom Brady, bitch motherfucker. Sure. When he went to Tampa, what did Bruce Aarons did? Bruce Aarons tried to do his coaching style around Tom Brady. Right. First couple games. Right. Sucked a bag of dicks. Right. 
Then all of a sudden, Bruce goes, you know what? What do you want? He's like, we're going to play your style of football. Right. What do you want? And you look, tell me how you want to play football. And look what happened. Right. Then they go on a tear and win a Super Bowl. Absolutely. Game. And it was clear as day. That's why I said, you're exactly right what you're saying. Yes. You, you let that player, you build your coaching around that player. You're going you, you're gonna, to you're gonna get a core set of players, and you're going to build your offense around those players, or you're going to build an offense, and you're going to bring those players in to fit your offense, right? Mm-hmm. The right people, right? But you don't take, as we're talking, Tom Brady's and say, okay, I'm going to change the way you play football. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, I'm the GOAT. You ain't changing shit. No. Don't even, you're going to change. I ain't going to change. No. You're going to change. So you have a quarterback who you, you've invested money in. You said, we're going to bring this Mitch Trubisky from Chicago who I believe was shafted, right? Because when you play this style of football, he succeeded. When you try to change that, well, then you got what you got. Now he's in Pittsburgh. It's, I believe that Pittsburgh is smart enough to say, okay, we're going to build an offense around this guy, what he wants to do, how he plays, his style. We brought his style in here because I think he kind of goes with the whole Ben Roethlisberger aspect of the way you play football. Both him and Kenny right? both do. Right. They're both similar styles. Absolutely. I don't think at that point you you would you invest that money at 27 because that's a very young. you got another 10 years, maybe 15 years ahead of you. Do you say, okay, well, we're going to shove this guy to the road to go with the guy we invested money to original, who may or may not be what we're looking for. Okay. Well, let's get back on point, though, what you were going to get at. Because I think the whole debacle, Cleveland debacle, is hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, no, you're right. You, I you, did. You got you Totally okay. got lost. Right, right. That whole fucking debacle, is a, is, it shows you how stupid Cleveland is. Their fucking front office yeah. clearly shows... As soon as they start to show change, hey, Cleveland's coming back. Yeah. Now they're going to have that team that we're going to be a threat every year. And then they do what they did. So you took Baker Mayfield, who we both agreed. I don't like him because he's a Cleveland guy. That's fine. Right. Because that's just, um, that's a rival. A Baker Mayfield, though, I thought he had heart. Yes. I thought he had fucking grit. Yes. He played that motherfucker. He had will. He had determination. He had a love for the city. He had a love for the game. He had a love for the sport. He wanted to be successful. And he took Cleveland to within a game or two of the fucking Super Super Bowl. Right. Right. You put this time and money into this guy, and he was one or two games away from the Super Bowl. And then the next season, he fucking had a broken shoulder. Yep. He had a basically a broken hip or Got leg. Got the sh- or, living shit beat out of him. Yeah, and he still fucking walked in there. When we played him the second time or the first time, he had his arm strapped to his side yep. so he wouldn't hurt it anymore. Yep. And he still went out there and played. Yep. Should he have? No. But that's the type of person he is. This guy goes out there yep. and literally is... is 100%. Is... is Putting his body on the line yep. 
And what do you do? You fucking throw them to the wolves. You throw them to the wolves. You and treat you, him like a piece of shit. You basically said that he's the reason why you suck. And now you go and get a guy who has a thousand Ooh. rape allegations against him. Yep. Allegations. Allegations. Now he settled on 20 out of the 24. Wow. I should say. He settled on them. Which I literally pay no attention to. So. You've given this guy guaranteed $230 million. And he still is probably going to be suspended this season. And now, and now, after all that, you're going to ask Baker Mayfield to step up and be the man. <laughs> and Baker's like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. What? And he ain't got a choice. What's he going to do? Say no? And then nobody's like, well, this guy's a fucking quitter piece of shit. Well, I don't want him. Baker Mayfield ought to come out here, stick a shit up their fucking ass, win every fucking game, take him to the Super Bowl, win that motherfucker, and say, fuck you, you piece of shit. Here's your fucking next guy you just pay all this money. Because you can't keep me and him both. Well, let's not get crazy. Well, I, listen, it, it won't you know, say, it won't take not going to happen. Bowl, but... But I think what would be really cool. But if you can, that's what you do. I think what would be really cool is if you come out there, you play your fucking heart Heart out out. every game, but in every post game interview, (laughs) fuck the front office. Fuck these assholes. I'm here because I care about my players and I care about, you know, me going out there winning games. I care about my fans. Fuck the front office. Go do what you got to do. Play your final fucking season. Become a free agent. Because that's why nobody is traded for him right now. Because they didn't want to take on that chunk of change right now. Right. But I. But I do. I Plus, he's he's for as in the history. Of, he's a he's a small NFL quarterback. He is smaller. Small uh, guy. But I did see. I think the Seattle thing is going to be happening anytime. I that I read that that's a real close trade. I really believe. I mean, what what options does Seattle have as a quarterback? Yeah, Drew Locke. Right. Exactly. That's why I think they're they're going to want. Why not? Why not risk it? I don't think it's a risk <clears throat> at all. I don't think it's a risk at all. I think they want to do it. I think the asking price, though, that Cleveland's asking, it's a lot of money. It's a, well, it's not just a lot of money. I think they're asking like a couple of fucking first rounders. No. I swear, I thought I read that. Oh, I didn't see that at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm like, what? I thought, Come I, on. My, it's, I, it's my understanding, they're just trying to dump them for what they owe. No. They, and I thought they even wanted to pay some money. No, Maybe no, I'm wrong. No, I, I'll have to go back and take a look. There's, there's more to it. Than I'm that. not going to comment because I, I, I really haven't been paying that much yeah. attention. And, and I could be, but I'm pretty sure a couple draft picks were involved with that. And I'm like, Whew. What? Yeah. Wait, stop. So how do you say... How do you as an organization say, I got a quarterback mm-hmm. who I'm basically saying sucks. I'm going to bench his ass for a guy who hasn't paid, played in over a year who's got rape charges against him and sexual right? I'm going to give you this guy. Mm-hmm. This guy is so bad that I'm going to go with a fucking blatant fucking jackass mm-hmm. who's got all these things wrong with him. And I'm going to ask for something in return? Yep. That's fucking balls, bro. Yeah. This thing I posted. That's giant fucking balls that you can't imagine. This thing I posted today, it clearly just tells you what Cleveland's doing. 
is this thing, this meme I posted that says, this is what it says. Seeing Baker Mayfield host a charity event the same day. Oh, I saw that. In yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. Deshaun Watson is having his legal hearing only after the Browns said they want an adult at quarterback. Is the Cleveland Browns content we all know and love? Yeah. Which is exactly what's happening. Right. Cleveland just can never make a smart decision. They were good for about two or three years. No, when? No, no I'm talking when they had Baker and they oh, started yeah. putting the pieces yeah. together. When they got Kareem Hunt and yeah. they got fucking Nick Chubb. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they were killing it. Yeah. And they kicked the shit out of us. Right. They had it. And then they, so lost. they dismantled it. Just like that. <laughs> just, just like that. Have you ever been to Cleveland? Uh, stadium? No, like Cleveland for, City. Yeah. Okay. Cleveland is a fantastic city to be in. It's fun. I'm, I'm, saying as, I'm not saying as a resident, as a visitor. Cleveland is one of the probably, I've been to Chicago, New York, Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati. I've been to Tampa, Daytona, Dallas, Houston. I've been everywhere. When I go to Cleveland, I have fun. Every single time. There's never a time when I go to Cleveland, my God, that was just terrible. Okay? It's always fun. If I was a sports player, I would want to go play in Cleveland. The cost of living is great. The people are great. It's a great time. The city's awesome. Like the actual city itself. But there's just this nonstop stigma of the Cleveland Browns that lays over everybody. You you can't get over it. I spit on their stadium. (laughs) I got chased. (laughs) (laughs) I did. (laughs) I was like, fuck you, Cleveland. Fuck you. And I had a Steeler hat on there. What the fuck? And I got chased by two guys. Thank God I got the fuck out of there. I do want to go back because I want to go back to the Rock and Roll Rock and Roll Hall of Fame again. I love that place. Do you really? I've been there twice. Yeah, I fucking love it. Oh, I just love it. I mean, you're not as a deep music lover as I am, so I'm. Well, this is true. I'm just more. I just love everything it offers, and they change a lot of the stuff. And when uh, what was it? Mm, and I've been twice. Yeah, I love it when they do the upstairs, and they have the different. Every year they have a different theme. I was there when they did the doors. I was there when they did, uh, was it Pink Floyd? Did I go into Pink Floyd, I think, maybe. Um, but I loved it. God damn, I loved it, man. My biggest problem with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, is it's, it's not real, right? It's not voting in by music industry people. It's a guy who owns this place. Oh, yeah. He says, "I'm gonna let this guy, these people, like, how is Poison in the in the in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but Motley Crue is not? Poison's in there? Yes. What? Yes. No Poison. How is <sighs> Poison's not in there? Yes, they are. How what? is Kiss? No, no, I, I'll stop it." I don't want to embarrass myself because Kiss is. I don't like Kiss, but Kiss is 
Kiss is kiss. So uh, kiss is kiss. They were a business aspect. That's ugh. I just you know listen. I, right, exactly. My my point. So and maybe I'm biased because I'm a Motley Crue junkie. But how the fuck is Motley Crue not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I mean, seriously, that's not possible, bro. It's not possible. Let me look up something right now because I could. They're not in the Rock. They're not in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, I can't even write. I'm gonna try this again. You know what I don't like is they shouldn't call it Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It should be the Music Hall of Fame because everybody makes a big stink of it. Um, you know why is this rapper getting in there? Right. Why is this pop right. artist getting right. in there? Why Why are the fucking uh? Where are the uh, uh, what? Give me an R and B band from the sixties. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't want, I can't think of them. But why are they in there? It's not rock and roll. They said it, I don't even have a problem with that. But band, come on. Well, it says that they're banned. Oh, my crew. Yes. Why? How do you ban Motley Crue from the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? They are fucking rock and roll, bro. That's a that's a good reason. They are rock and roll. That's crazy. Uh, and that's why I have a problem with Rock Hall of Fame. Because you got some fucking asshole dude who owns it. One guy who owns that place who makes all these decisions. It's ridiculous. They're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Poison is not. They're inducted to the Music Hall of Fame, but not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's a lot of artists that need, that should be. This past year, they had a, they had a lot of 80s bands that were fighting for the fan voted. They, they do a big fan voting one now. Right. Like whoever's the last one, right. they have like 10 right. bands. I can't remember who took that one. I want to say it was like Eurythmics or something. Or I don't even remember. Maybe it was right. Eminem. I don't remember. But like, I don't know. I think, uh, I don't even think it should be, a, a fa- I think it should be kind of like, like the Football Hall of Fame. You know, if you have a great career, you well, deserve to go eventually. Let me, let me ask you, let's just stop right there. Should Motley Crue be in the Rock and Roll of Fame? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Period. But why are they banned? They should be banned. Okay, but that's what it said. I read. That's what I was right. just because reading. because they said fuck the Rock and Roll Fame. We give a fuck what their opinion is. They ain't nobody, right? Well, they said that because what you just said a little bit ago is there's a guy who basically runs it, and it's a political fucking thing. You know, he lets certain people in, and that's it. You know. Um, and it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that way, right? It shouldn't be that way at all. It should be just like, oh my God, this great band has been around for 30 years and they're going in the Hall of Fame. You know, it, it, like I said, it should be like the NFL. You have a great career, you deserve to go. And there's been so many bands that, who's been inducted, who's walked up there, except that because like, this place is bullshit. Yeah. They're fucking making money off our names. Yep. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. 
right? Yeah. And it's true. And that's it, oh, and that's what Motley Crue said. You want me to fucking accept that nomination to your fucking place? And you make money off it and not give me any money for it? Yeah. Fuck you. Yep. How the fuck are you going to profit off my name and my work? Kiss my ass. They were the biggest... They were the biggest uh, uh, anti-rock and roll fame band. That's why they're banned. Yeah, fucking douchebags. How much vodka are you putting in your cups? A lot. I swear I can a tell. Lot. I can tell. I I am wasted. <laughs> I can tell. You're slurring a little bit there. And a little, like, I uh, a little just, bit. Well, I, I thought it was just me. I'm working hard not tr- to try not to slur. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought I was doing pretty goddamn good. Speaking of, okay, speaking of fucking hair. I'll be right back. Speaking of hair metal, uh, where the fuck are you going now? You want to give me a vodka? Is it okay? Oh, Jesus Christ. Why, why did you just fucking bring fucking the water and the ice and the vodka out here so you don't have to keep going on breaks? Because I'm gay. Jesus Christ. This. Anyway, I was going to get into asking him if he saw somebody, and I'll have to wait till he comes back out here. Um, but uh, yeah, if anybody's seen crew out there doing their thing right now with Def Leppard, Joan Jett, and Poison. Now, Poison, I will say, I think is doing some great shows. I'm not too huge of a Poison fan. But like CC Deville doing his fucking like solos and then going into a tribute to Eddie, that's pretty cool. But uh, no, what I was gonna ask you was, have you seen and heard Axel Rose in the last couple of videos and last couple of shows he's done? Oh, it's terrible! Bro. Oh my god. He is doing so bad. But you know what? It's like we've had this. We had this I think we had this discussion one day with like with like Molly Crew and Vince Neil. They've been seeing the same bullshit now for the past fifty fucking years. I get it. And when you first uh, when you first post that, you know I'm a Crew fan, yeah. but I'm very critical of Vince Neil, anyways. But when you first post that, yeah, Vince knew he to die. I'm like, well, yeah, that sounds like shit. But the second what thing, I'm like, well, that don't sound that bad, right? He still pointed out there. It's He's not singing Let's Go Away Mad with the fucking harmonies he used to sing, obviously, 20 years ago. But it's it's, it's not bad, right? It, but And the show they put on is still amazing, the show. And I think that's the same thing with Guns N' Roses. X Rose sounds like dog shit. But the show they put on is it in a lot of it's nostalgia too, right? Well you hear that you hear that you're like, Woo which, You're on it. Which when things like this happen, tours like this happen, even though Kiss is getting murdered by it right now from fans, mm-hmm. and I'm talking backtracks, you know, backing tracks, right. I'm a fan of that. If you're 80 years old, right. 80-year-old Axl Rose, who's right. been, like you said, singing it for 50 fucking years, right. I, 
I don't expect you to be Axel of 1987. Right. But I want to at least, when I go, I want to at least be able to go, that's not bad. Right. It's not bad. I'm not expecting right. you to blow me away. But I right. don't want you to sound like a fucking hog being murdered for their bacon. Sure. I don't want to hear it. it you sound right. like you're up there getting literally tortured. Yeah. I, there was a video recently with uh, uh, Carrie Underwood and Axl Rose yeah. saying Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? I try not to judge. Mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. Right? Again, I love Vince Neil to death. The video you posted and the selling shit. But then I watched the whole video, like, oh, it doesn't sound that bad, right? He's at least trying. Mm-hmm. Right. You listen to X Rhodes, he's like what? what? Now have you heard Brett Michaels? Amazing. Yeah. The guy sounds like he's fucking lip syncing for yeah, Christ's sake, right? No. Amazing. Yeah. They're the ones. Absolutely. They're the ones killing it on that. Tour Absolutely. Right now. Even Def Leppard. Def Leppard's putting on a hell of a show, but Joe Elliott's really not. Eh, well, eh. The, the problem. Here's what I've heard about the Def Leppard thing. I think we talked about this too. The thing about the Def Leppard is they're playing these fucking just snoozer fucking songs, these ballads and shit that nobody, like, well, We're here to see a fucking rock concert, bro. Well, this place pour some sugar on me. They're, <laughs> they're trying to push their new shit. Yeah, and you can't do that. You can't do that. Man. Guess what? We don't. Nobody care. gives a fuck about your new shit. Yes. We're here to see some girls, 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 some shot the devil. Well, that's my. So fucking pour some sugar on me, some fucking High photograph. Yeah, that's you know, what that's what we're here to see, bro. Yeah. Where's some? Look what the cat dragged in. That's which, what we're here to see. Which everybody is doing it except for Def Leppard. Right. And that's why they're not, eh, they're, right. not they're not getting the best reviews right. from what I've read. I've seen Brett Michaels now twice live. And I tell you what, it's I've never been disappointed one time. Other than the wig, I've never been disappointed. I gotta see him without his wig one time. Dude, I just one once. time. Just once. One time. Show me what he got. Let's shave that motherfucker. I, dude. What do you got, dude? Come on, bro. What's underneath there? Come on, bro. I wonder if he has bitches sign waivers after he bangs them. Oh, yeah. Because you know. Before he bangs them. Well, yeah, before. Because you know he's going to take that off. He has to. Because he's one like a pig. He's not, he, it's, it's all about stamina. At our age, it's all about stamina. I just want to see what he looks like without that fucking thing. Drives oh me nuts. God. You see CC DeVille? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Stop. Are you burning Burt Michaels' wigs? What the fuck is going on, bro? You should have seen it you before they started. You're an amazing guitar player. Did you Shave your fucking head and look normal. Did you see him before they went on a tour? No. He had a fucking, he let his beard grow. He looked like a goddamn caveman. Oh, I bet. <laughs> he fucking shaved that bitch off. But uh, did you see him do the uh, tribute to Eddie Van Halen uh-huh. when he's doing the eruption? That was fucking oh, listen, great. That was phenomenal. Listen, C.C. DeVille is an amazing guitar player. Yeah. Just way to be a cokehead. Uh, well, he thank God he cleaned himself up. Yeah, thank God because he did let himself get the shit, man. But yeah, there's a lot of amazing. I think Steven Tyler is a great singer when live. I think uh, we'll go. Okay. I, I think Paul Stan's a great kisser, great great singer. Live. No, he's not. 
No, maybe no. Uh, maybe I'm not. Have you ever seen his side <laughs> band? <laughs> he does? Yeah, where he does like the long singing. Oh my god, that right there is awful. Terrible. Awful. I mean, let me tell you something. When you get that much money, it don't matter. Yeah, you do what hey, you got to do. Go, yeah. What's a man worth? Probably three hundred million dollars, four hundred million dollars. Uh, you know what? That's a good question. Let's look. Look him up. up. Uh, I'm gonna. You know, Steve uh, Gene Simmons is. I'm gonna say that Jew bitch is fucking worth fucking billions. I'm gonna say one hundred fifty million. No, I'm going to say well, higher or lower. Okay, I'm gonna say Paul. I said one fifty. You said. I am guessing right now. You keep interrupting me. Paul Stanley's net worth. 400 mil. Ooh. Yep, I'll go 4 mil. Wow, I said, I said 150. All right, here we go. You, and you usually right on the money with this shit, too. 200. Well, that was closer. Okay, now we're going to Gene Simmons. Before I even hit that one. 400 million. I'll say five. I'll say 400 million. 400. Right in the dot. Boom, bitches. Let's look up Peter Chris. Oh. Uh, I'm just wondering if he gets... 500,000. I'm just get, wonder if he gets any royalties. No, that Jew prick fucking took off his money. Peter Chris Network. 500,000. No, 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 no. Okay. 10 million. 10 million. I was leaning 10 million. I was leaning 10. I'll go 20. 10 million. Ooh. 5 mil. Ooh. Well, let's just try one more. Ace freely. Broke. <laughs> it's going to say broke. Broke. Well, can uh, It's going to say a broke. Rock star. That's considered broke. One, th- one mil. Ooh, that's a lot of money. No, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's not good. Now what are you doing? Yeah. Why don't we just wrap this up? Oh, you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Because you are up and down, up and down. Oh. Jesus Christ. I said, pee. I'm, I'm having a good time. Yeah, I know you are. You're up and down, up and down. <laughs> We're hour forty six minutes. That's a long. That's a long episode. Yeah, time to wrap it up because I can barely understand you. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it's about ten seconds late on her. <laughs> you want to control this shit? I, I'm planning on it next time. <laughs> hey, we can switch right now, motherfucker. Nope. I'd be happy to switch. No, I got things to do. Thanks for listening. Uh, Jeff's wasted, so I'm going to say the goodbyes. Hey, I ain't wasted. I feel great. Later. I I could not have asked for a better time if I I wanted to. Yeah, we can hear that. (laughs) Later. Asshole.